Does the NHL send players to the Olympics in Beijing, China? 67% of respondents saying, no, the NHL won't send their players to the Olympics. The last Olympics did not have NHLers, right? I am 50-50. Knowing NHL players the way that I do, sorry to say, a lot of them will be like, are we getting paid? No, you're not. Uh, then I don't want to go. And I would vote no if the players don't go to Beijing. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to Daytime Sports Talk live on the Game Plus Television Network, everybody. We're also live streaming on YouTube. And listen live around the world at rodpeterson.com. Away we go. And I feel like uh, right out of the gate, now would be a good time to clarify a few things from yesterday's program. I appreciate the guys cutting that. I think it's Jordan. Uh, one half of the show coming to you from beautiful South Florida and the other half coming from the beautiful bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where we find Darren Moose DuPont on this Tuesday for uh, episode number 633. How are you doing, Moose? I'm well. How are you? Good. Listen, the clip that went to Twitter of the uh, NHLers going to the Olympics yep. and also my thoughts on the CFL-XFL have been misconstrued a little bit. A little bit. Misconstrued. That's an old CFL term right there. I'm not sure you're, you're old enough to get it. Okay. But I just want to clarify. And it's nobody's fault at all. If anything, it's mine for not being clear enough. It's that I didn't think the NHLers would want to go to these Olympics because of the COVID environment and they're not getting paid and la di da da But any other normal Olympics year, yes, they would want to go represent their country. So I'm just saying this year, that would be, when you're drawing up lists of pros and cons, that would be one not to go. Yeah. And then the other is the CFL-XFL thing. If you've noticed any of the... Not blowback, but response on Twitter because we're very active on social media. We are the most interactive sports talk show on the continent. Uh, people are saying, I'm with you, Rod. Screw the XFL. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'd like to see the merger with the XFL happen. It's just I'm not interested in fighting anymore. Right. Uncle. Right. You see what I, Uncle, you totally. won. But everybody... That that, wants to, yeah, yeah, they want to grab their own narrative, man. They want to grab their own narrative. Like, as soon as you say right. three downs has to stay, they'll be like, well, didn't you want four downs last year? It's like not quite the same. Yeah. It was a merger. Different story. Absolutely. I just wanted to clarify a couple things, and away we go. And I'm going to tell you again, noon Eastern is when we go to air, and I'm just sitting here <laughs> stomping my feet, ready to go all morning. And mind you, where you are, it's 11 a.m., but let's not belabor it anymore because we got some great guests on the program today. Matthew Sakaris from Sakaris and Price, Vancouver-based sports talk show, will be joining us to talk about the Vancouver Canucks, who may be embroiled tonight in the game of the night. We'll see what everybody's fe uh, featured game is tonight because there was no NHL hockey last night. And uh, Jessie Pierce will join us. Everybody remembers her. She's been on the program before. She covers the Minnesota Wild for NHL.com. So if the viewers have noticed... A lot of hockey today, but we will mix some football talk in. Let's go with the quick six show topics, please. Directly. Feeling not punchy, but just ready to go. We've had our calls in today, Moose. It's a beautiful day. And, uh, well, I do have a bit of a damper on Monday Night Football, which I'll get to. Matthew Stafford threw for 287 yards and three touchdowns. Cooper Cup and OBJ each caught a touchdown pass. And the L.A. Rams held on for a 30-23 loss. Uh, sorry, win over the Arizona Cardinals. Huge win for the Rams last night. Cards will now have to wait at least one more week for clinching their first playoff spot since 2015. And I can't believe it's been that long since the Cardinals were in the playoffs. How quickly we forget. Seems like they've been good for quite a while, really. But yeah. Bruce Arians was their coach when he took him to the conference championship there. 
And um, listen, it was a game that went right down to the last play. So I wasn't up for it out here on the East Coast. Us golden girls got to go to bed and get our beauty sleep. But I was upset that there was no Manning broadcast. Here's my only damper on what was, like I watched the first half of the game and it was great. But I'm like, remind me to watch the Mannings. I want to watch the Mannings. I don't want to flip on ESPN, the main network. I want to watch those two, uh, Eli and Peyton on ESPN 2. And they weren't on. And I'm like, guys, I'm all about consistency. I was thinking about this. 633 shows we've done now. I've done over 600. I think Jordan, our director, has only missed two. You might have done more shows than I have. How do you – you never know when the Mannings are going to be there or not. I think that's a major fail on their part and ESPN's. Change my mind. I'm with you. I mean, it, it is tough. Now, I mean, they've, they've put out that, hey, they signed on for 10 weeks of the year, whatever. But, I mean, put them all back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And I, and I get it, the Manning schedules, but – I mean, it's tough because you want to watch that every week. And then if you go to watch it like you did, next week you're going to be like, oh, they weren't on, Mannings are done. And then they will be on next week. And on Tuesday you'll be disappointed that you missed it. I get it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll forget about it. I just think it's been a major success. And I was yeah. looking forward to it. And then they weren't there. Anyways, moving on to point two of the quick six, the Calgary Flames were supposed to play the Blackhawks in Chicago in Monday's only NHL game. However, the league postponed the Flames' next three, starting with the tilt in Chicago, as several team members have been put into COVID-19 protocols, and then they were supposed to play in Nashville tonight. So don't worry for your hockey fix. There are 13 games tonight, so if you missed the NHL Monday, there were other things going on. Here tonight in South Florida, the Ottawa Senators are in town. I'm excited to welcome the Panthers back after their roadie. Their three-game roadie, get an eyeball of the Ottawa Senators for the first time tonight. So I don't have much more to say about that other than this is unbelievable what's going on with COVID. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. And I do you remember Eddie Johnson, the old uh, yes. CFL punter, the old Rough Rider punter who played for nine NFL teams? He just messaged me this morning, and he's like, God, I love Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Like, you would not know that COVID is a thing here. I am telling you. So what everybody else is now, having said that, the Dolphins uh, running back has been placing COVID protocols. I just don't know what's going on. It's unbelievable. But do you have any thoughts on COVID in the sporting landscape as we sit here? I like I've lost track how many months into this we are. For sure. Um, it it's, needs to be part of your routine now um, if you're an athlete and you can't make you got to make sure you don't catch it. So they just have to be as diligent with that as they are with their nutrition and their workout regimes and their practices and their schedules. Just has to be, hey, look, I got to make sure I wear my mask. I got to make sure I don't see too many people, you know, because it's becoming a thing. But if you take those precautions and do you think like I, I'm struggling to see how it's getting into the locker rooms and it's, it can only happen if you're just taking your foot off the gas a little bit because the NHL had done such a great job for so long dating back to the bubble in Toronto and Edmonton that you just can't take your foot off the gas. I just, I don't get it. I'm just happy that I'm here. I'm safe. I'm settled. But again, I mean, I, this is not a government thing. This, these are league things. If people want to, nobody's even blaming the government anymore. And I understand my mind's been flipping around on mental gymnastics on this in that for the NHL to play and the NFL to play, shoot, for the CFL to play. They had to follow their own rules and guidance from the medical people. 
But it's just, I don't really hear about a lot of people contracting COVID anywhere. I don't know. Maybe you want to talk to doctors and nurses and maybe there's something, maybe it's because I'm in Florida. I don't hear anything. But I, right. I just can't believe that we're missing games this far into it. Uh, Nelson Halkiewicz, our VP of Sim Events, writes in regarding the, um, regarding the uh, Mannings. He says, the Manning cast <laughs> needs to commit. The middle of that CFL Sim season was tough, but we all showed up and did the games. It did become a grind. You can only put down so much pizza, that's but we right. showed up every week and it was great. Um, so that's my take on COVID. Justin Wolf watching on YouTube says, 36 players in the NFL were placed in COVID protocol yesterday. I didn't even know it was that many. Holy smoke. Wow. Darren watching in Salt Lake City. Darren Workman says, anyone who turns up COVID positive is just not paying attention. Well, what I, I don't know. I, I haven't been tested for COVID since I flew down here a while back. So maybe I've had it and don't know. I don't know. I'm still assuming, I don't know, that if these players are showing up at the stadiums and rinks and getting the Q-tip up their nose every day. Maybe they are. We don't know. They don't want you to know what's in the hot dog, Darren. They just want you to enjoy the hot dog. That's right. How many times have I said it? Uh, Darren Workman goes on to say, bingo, Rod. Florida doesn't bingo. report anything about COVID. So I'm just going to stay in my little cocoon, play my little piano, and sing my little songs. Now, I could be reading the news. For me, the news is Sports Center. So as I move on to point three, I want to talk about Team Canada and their goaltenders, okay? And I, this is very fascinating to me. I'm loving the World Juniors. Dun, da, 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 da. Like I've got jingle bells going in my head here. I'm loving what TSN's doing. If TSN would put as much hype into the CFL as they do the World Juniors, we might not have any problems, but I digress. Bingo. So I'm reading an article that you can you can you can read right now at rodpeterson.com. It's the second article up about Canada's goalies for the World Junior. And the goalie coach is Olivier Michaud. I don't really remember that name. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus. Do you really remember the name Olivier Michaud as a Sorry. Canadian World Goal? Yeah, I don't either. So I encourage anybody that cares enough about the World Juniors and Team Canada to go read that article because I was fascinated by it. He's the goalie coach this year for the World Juniors. They got three goalies in camp, Dylan Guerin, Sebastian Casa, and Brett Rochu. And they all made the team. And I'm getting to a point. Last year, they brought five goalies to camp and cut two. The goalie coach was Jason LaBarbera, the former Portland Winterhawk. And now I think the uh, goalie coach, is he with the Flames? If not the Flames and the Hitman, then I guess they're all the same thing. The difference here this year is all three made the team. They all got the invites and they made the team. And now they're going to Banff. And I always knew this was a thing. Dave Cameron, the head coach for Team Canada, was quoted in the article as saying, I haven't paid much attention to the goalies. I have so many other decisions to make that I just, I knew they made the team some dealing with the forwards or the skaters. And I'm like, at least somebody's admitting it. And it's probably a good thing when head coaches just stay out of the goalie room. So Olivier Michaud played for Team Canada 20 years ago. I think it was 01-02 for the World Juniors in Partibus, Czech Republic. And he started one game in the NHL for the Montreal Canadiens. 
and he's now the goalie coach. And he's with uh, somebody help me out. Some of our Eastern viewers, Shakutami, Shakutami, I think, in the queue. So how do, I, I just was caught off guard by Dave Cameron's honesty. That is, I'm not really paying attention to the goalies. Yeah, because they've already made the team. Like, um, you might. Like, it's still training camp. It's still practice. So, I guess, what, you're going to pay attention when the preseason game starts? Because I would be watching the goalies from day one of practice. Or is that just me, Darren? Well, goaltending is a key spot. And we've shown, we've known that over the years, goaltending at the World Juniors has been a key thing for Canada. Whether it's been really good or not so good. And cost us some games, right? Goaltending's been kind of a focal point for Team Canada at the World Juniors over the last dozen years. So, yeah, I'd be Yo. paying attention. I'd be paying attention. But what are you going to do? You're not picking which guy's going to play. So you'll give them all a chance to play in the preseason, decide who's hot, and that's who you'll roll with on Boxing Day. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of fun that he's, that he's honest, though, and, and that uh, upfront about it. I like that. Yeah, well, from everything I've heard about Dave Cameron, he's a real cool guy. He's obviously a tremendous hockey coach. It just, it just caught me off guard. Wasn't paying much attention to the goalies. Yeah. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> Who says it? Dave Cameron, apparently the head coach of Canada's World Junior Team. Yeah. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and he says Moose went from Ted Lasso to Clark Griswold. I can't really see what you're wearing. I, the lights are too bright here, but I'm sure you look great. Thank you. Um. Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, I was looking forward to hearing the Mannings taco about Monday Night Football, too. See what he did there? Yeah. Forced it a little bit. I guess we've opened up we've opened up Taco Time viewer takeover early. Why the heck not? I, I'm glad. Actually, the people are, again, punchy is not the right term. Just uh, giddy in a way, I guess. Like, I, we're, we're just, everybody's into it today. Here on yeah. the RP show, we don't have any specific focus. We're kind of all over the road, and that's when things tend to get real fun. So, anyways, as you, I hope you all know by now, the comment, best comment of the week, is deemed by me. It's a fifty dollars gift card from our friends at Taco Time, with over one hundred twenty locations across Canada and several here in the United States of America. We're three. Hey, well, okay, yeah, this is perfect. We're three topics in, Moose, into the Quick Six Show topics, and I'm just going to dangle the fourth. Okay. And then I'll skedaddle out of here um, for a break. John uh, in Edmonton writes in, and he says, can we talk about Ontario maybe not letting fans attend sports, Rod? <clears throat> nope, John, we can't. How about that? How about that? Not, not, not interested in dragging down this show with the anchor that is COVID. So if you don't like it, go watch something else. Approved. Ryan Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says, uh, Misho is the current goalies coach for the Drummondville Voltageur. I'm sorry. I knew it was some multisyllabic Quebec city. I said, Shikutami, turns out it was Drummondville. Gotcha. <laughs> Stacy Champagne watching at Access Television World Headquarters. Writes in and says, Taco Time did have a Mexi fries poutine, but it was very soggy. So it might be why they took it off the menu. Stacy won the comment of the week last week. Uh, yeah, so it, it didn't last. Eh? We, you and I went and we tried to find the Mexi fries poutine. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Somebody's calling me from Pompano Beach, Florida. I think my order's ready. Um, 
my fourth point before we break, then we'll get into some football. My upcoming points are CFL coaching, GM Carousel, Cafe Seville, Raptors winning over Sacramento last night, and Grey Cup ratings down 22% on television, and a little Rush NLL talk and your NFL top five. But let me just say this. I didn't tell you this on the phone this morning, but I will tell you now. Okay. Everything that you thought would happen is happening. So I was literally begged and was fine to go to a restaurant in Fort Lauderdale last night. It's called Cafe Seville. Wonderful spot. Spanish food. Amazing. Had paella, if I'm saying that right. Do you mm. even know what that is? Yeah. Because I didn't until last night. You do? Okay. I yeah. didn't. It's like jambalaya, but right. fancier. <clears throat> and uh, anyways, the owner, Joey, guess who his best friend is? Chris Jones. What? So I said, Joey, sit down. Sit down at the table here. Let's get to know each other. Well, it was a couple-hour chat. Turns out Joey was college roommates with Tony Saragusa, the goose, who doesn't remember the star defensive tackle on the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl champion team, the goose. Watch for him coming up on this show. He calls up Matt DeBuck, former Toronto Argonaut, who coaches a high school football team in Fort Lauderdale, who's playing in the state championship Thursday night here. Puts him on speaker. And he's like, Joey's like, you're never going to coach the buck. You're never going to guess what we got here from the Rough Riders. And uh, the guy goes, I was, I roomed with Jeremy O'Day in Toronto with the Argonauts. I just talked to him today. I'm like, yeah, what's J.O. know? So we end up having this chat. And he's like, I know Chuck Pagano. Who do you want? He's going through his Rolodex. So just watch for these huge NFL names at high school and college to start coming on on the RP show. Regina, Florida, Sarah Gella, Sarah Goosa. You might as well be at home. I mean, this is like, <laughs> what is happening? It was a, it was a great night. It was a That's great good. night. Um, Jack Fulton watching in uh, Vulcan, Alberta says, RP show rocks. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. So when we come back, we'll get a little more into this uh, CFL coach and GM carousel. I do want to talk about the Raptors, believe it or not. NFL top five. And, and, and more with the viewers. We've opened up Taco Time viewer takeover early because I'm feeling it. We'll be back in a moment. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 